Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. On this episode of the Behind the Mask podcast, we sit down with my former teammate, future Hall of Fame induction or inductee, Willie Anderson. And we talk about all previous times when we were with Cincinnati. We also talk about his Willie Anderson Lyman Academy. Last but not least, his expectations of when he's getting ready to get inducted. Man, we listen, they got to stay tuned for that. Oh, yeah, we definitely dropped some jewels. Willie does, too. Before we get into the episode, make sure you follow us everywhere on social media at the BTM Podcast. Subscribe, click the bell for notifications. You can listen on any podcast platform. Watch us on YouTube. You know we dropping episodes every Tuesday. And remember, on the Behind the Mask Podcast, there's only one rule. There, there are, are no, no rules. rules. Let's go. Let's go behind the mask. Cause y'all, y'all, y'all played together in college too. So like, mm-hmm. how how did it feel? Y'all both first round draft picks, right? Both get an opportunity to play on the same team in the pros with the Bengals as well. And then you look at the Bengals now. They got Joe Burrow, who they drafted from LSU, and now follow up with Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. So two teammates in college as well. Also two first round draft picks with the Bengals. So y'all had that camaraderie, but did that transfer to the NFL? And also, do you feel? Did you ever feel a pressure? You know what I'm saying? Having yeah. to win coming out of at college, winning and going to the pros. Well, like a, when Spikes and I got there, the Bengals had no no recent history of winning. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was uh. No pressure. I was in high school when Scarface made that line. I'd have been in more funerals in the last year than the motherfucking Bengals lost last year. Mm. <laughs> I, I was I was a high school senior, and then three four years later, I'm on that damn team. Like yo, it's the team Scarface is talking about. <laughs> yeah. I, I never forget when I heard that line in '92 in high school, but I never forget when the locker room. When guys who didn't had never heard of Scarface before, yeah. when they heard that line, it bugged them all out. And I watched them here. I said, "Yo, y'all just not hearing this line. This line was made like yeah, wow, when I was boy. in high school." But uh, we had no the, the pressure for us two was you know he came two years after me, where where not to be the next two Bengals first round bust picks because mm, the mm. Bengals had a had a reputation of guys not panning out mm. for one reason or other and um. Our, our goal was we didn't want to do that. You know, Takiyo and I were, were captains early on. Mm. You know what I mean? We, we both would go have our meetings with Mike Brown and trying to change things around and, you know, and um, about keeping Dick LeBeau and, you know, getting rid of certain people. And, you know, Mike Brown told – he told a per- he told one person, long-time bingo person is, about what Takiyo and I said about it. <laughs> that guy hated our guts mm. <laughs> like forever to the history of time. <laughs> what is probably, it? <laughs> probably right now he still hated our guts. Because the owner told him, yeah. yeah. He got on the bus. You guys trying to get me fired? Like, oh, she told you that? Man. Like, yo, it's crazy. Yo, like, <laughs> Takashi, he's snitching. Yo, it's crazy, man. So I would think early on, man, those mid-90s were, were trying to be, because Tequila didn't have any, you know, you know, he had some guys who, you know, but I had Joe Walters my rookie year and second year, who, who was a bingo, who was played for the Bengals in 1988. I saw him play when I was 13 years old, and I got to the team, and he was still playing. I I was really drafted to take Joe's position, mm. but Joe took me in and and showed me the way for two years. And um, but you know, Spikes didn't really have guys like that that showed him the right way to do stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we we figured things out on our own as young players, and we, we were figuring it out and kind of became the faces of, of you know of the team. But unfortunately, the teams were were, were losing. You know what yeah, I mean? So yeah. 
our our early goal, man, was not to be too bust and to show that we be, we belong with he, him belong with the Ray Lewis of the world and me belong with the John the Augers and those guys of the world and you know and you know it, it was a fight every week it was it was a fight every year to prove that. Yeah, he talks about the culture back then with the Bengals all the time. He told mm-hmm. some story about some, some jock straps and some <laughs> socks or something like that, man. So do you think <laughs> – I know you're going to speak to the to the culture back then, but do you think that's changing and the Bengals are moving in the right direction also? Yeah, they, they, they definitely moved on from that. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Spikes and I play at a place called Spinny Fields. Right. And, Worst turf. And, and, and you don't know, like, Spinny, Spinny Field was a big – bro, like, like – Spice Townhouse is better than this damn, <laughs> damn facility, bro. It's 10 times, like 100 times better than that place. Like, the place set next door to a chemical plant, like the Simpsons. <laughs> the damn, and the chemical would what? fly out on the field, on the ground. And we had a coach, we had a coach who had played there for a long time. Oh, yeah, everything's fine. Ain't nothing wrong with me. His ear all bent up and stuff. I'm like, bro, like. <laughs> I'm like, yo, did, did your ear, did that come from the chemical blend? Because we, we would lay on the ground and stretch, or you get tackled. Yeah. Your arm burning, your ear is burning. But they're telling us, bro, when a company has to say, we tested the chemicals right here out to make sure it's fine. That's a, that was an NFL practice facility, yeah, bro. it ain't supposed to even. Come on, man. You're supposed to have to test and, chemicals. Yeah, and uh, my boy TJ, who's Mazada, he went on Fox News a couple of years ago on a um, Colin Carhart show and said something about the jock strap story that I told him. I mentioned jock straps to him, but it's really it was a sock story. It, it was a sock old sock draw. And and guys wanted new socks. You mm. want new socks? No, you couldn't get new socks. You gotta go in the used sock department. So it wasn't a jock. Like very few guys were used jocks. I didn't use a jock. Um, but it was a sock stash. Mm. But in the in the socks be like all beige and 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 stained up and mm. guys wanted fresh socks, you couldn't get fresh socks. So you yeah. <laughs> the jock strap story went on. We just let it kind of ride out a little bit. <laughs> Spice told me he had to change. He couldn't get a new jock strap. <laughs> like, what? But it, it, it was socks though. You couldn't get new socks. But really, you couldn't get new anything. Anything of anything. Like once you got your little two, this yeah, that's it. And you get that in the in the preseason when you come get on, the, or the training camp. Come on, yeah, man. come on, man. We, so we, that's supposed to last you throughout the year. We, we, we had a sock bin. Uh, right, it was crazy. Like everything was just crazy back then. What, what was doing that, Tom? Tom Gray. Tom Gray. <laughs> Tom Gray. <laughs> Tom was the original. See, we got there in the '90s, bro. Like the mid '90s, and the Bengals still had people who were there with them from the beginning of the organization. Yeah. Um. The strength coach Kim Woods, he and the owner's brother, um, they sold hammer strength to hammer strength. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And um. So they were hammer strength before hammer strength. They made stupid yeah. money, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, this dude, you know, the strength coach guy, he probably got more pool than any other coach in the damn because he, he made the owner's brothers multi-millionaires. Mm. And it's funny, they say the other machine a guy brought to them back in the 70s, they said, nah, we ain't doing that shit. We don't, we don't understand what that is. Like, we, we never seen anybody get on a machine and run in place. The, guy, the guy brought them a treadmill. Wow. They said no to the treadmill. They said no to it. But they, 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 had, they got hammer strength. It was them and Michigan's longtime coach. Uh, they sold Hammerstrand to Hammerstrand and became a huge brand. So the Bengals were 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 they were different back then. They yeah. were different. They were different back then. Y'all used to rock the Grays as drawers. The who? The Grays, the, the hot tub shorts, the Grays. The hot 
You remember the, yeah. the oh the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got <laughs> I got drafted, yo. <laughs> man, listen, man. I got drafted by the Saints in 2000. Spice, no, I'm cheap as I don't know what, man. I don't like spending money, man. But every day I used to come through training camp and mini camp with grays on. Some grays on. So yeah. right, but those but those would be the shorts that I like my draw. <laughs> so Kyle Turley and Willie Rofe was like. Willie, Willie said, hey, Showtime, you in the NFL now. You can go ahead and go to Walmart, buy you some underwear. Buy you some drugs, man. I was like, I just ain't feel like buying. Still in the grave. Still in the grave. Every 76 Ray ass Yo. name in them all. Leave leave out the practice one night. Wear them. Yo, <laughs> folks, folks, folks don't realize how, how comfortable sometimes the yeah. NFL made. Like, we, we did stuff over and over oh, and over and over again. Like, yeah. like. There was no need. Like I was always wondering, like, yo, why does dude dressed up in a thousand dollar outfit today? Thousand dollar shorts, thousand dollar, bro. It's just us in here. Yeah, you're going from your house to your car mm-hmm. to the facility for all day. Mm-hmm. You're gonna leave the facility when it's dark nighttime. And go home. Yeah, what are you dressed up for? Sweats, flip flops, and shorts. What are you doing this for? Like yeah. we, we all here got money. Like who, who you stunned on? Like you right. know what I mean? Right. Like it's it's the same thing. And like the NFL is just a it's a it really is a boring life during the season. Yeah. It's, 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 it's routine. Bo- it's routine like, yeah. and over and over and over again, man. And I was telling a young player that uh, last night, um, okay, Sadiq Charles, left tackle from the um, play that um, um, LSU national championship team, got drafted by the Redskins. I'm sorry, Washington football team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and I just tell him last night, man, just go, just just keep just keep going, man. Like just keep going because you you never know who's watching you. You never know who's watching you on your own team, the other team. And just keep being, being able to keep doing the same thing over and over at a high pace, at a high high rate, is what makes the great players great. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> 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 them great, hey, the <laughs> them great, them great, them great, them great. down. Those were the hot tub shorts, though, too. <laughs> I still got, got some. Yeah. You still got some. I still got some. <laughs> Those were the hot tub shorts. The grades, man. Like like the Bengals man, the the, the Bengals the Bengals players now they spoil not spikes they spoil they get all kind of stuff yeah. all kind of stuff. I got the Marvin you know Marvin got this to the Bengals in 03. so Marvin thought we all were sorry like we we had to prove to Marvin like, like Marvin like give us a quarterback yo like we we yeah. good give us a quarterback and go give us a defense because you a defensive guy but we got this we got the guys on the offensive line mm. we got Rudy in the backfield Corey was here we we were good I'm like yo. He thought we all were sorry, so we had, to, we, had to, we had to prove to Marvin for like two, three years, man. That that like, hey, bro, like we 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 played hard against y'all in Baltimore too. Now we we won a couple of games, but um, Marvin used to be a whole about this. But you gotta practice, you gotta practice, grind, grind. He was all about the grind. Mm. If one grinding, one doing it right, just grind, grind, grind. Like I had my massage people come up, man, and my my, my masseuse and my chiropractors come up, work on me and some of the guys. At first, Marvin hated it. Then he started helping me out, getting rooms, set up, set it up. I retire. I go back two years later. Marvin said, "Yeah, what? Um, meet because I was doing, um, I was doing training with them." He said, "Yo, come upstairs, meet me upstairs." I go in his office. He got a masseuse lady in there. <laughs> For all the coaches get masseuse on on certain days, and then on wow. Fridays, they turned down to the Fridays. Fridays would be a hard day for Marvin. You know, you know, um, you know. We 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 in uh, no pads, but yeah. it's a fast mental day. Right. It's real hard. I know especially with the Baltimore, it was stupid in Baltimore. But um I got back to the Bengals a couple years later. 
And their Fridays were recovery day with Marlon. Mm. They had smoothies and yoga. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on, man. What the hell going on, Marlon? <laughs> Wait. You ran me out of the league for this. For, yeah. Bro, for, so, for trying to be oh, innovative. Right. Man, yeah. or, or, and not trying to. I wasn't, I wasn't trying to practice and practice. I wasn't trying to practice like that. No, yeah. sir. Like all the guys that practice all hard, they all messed up right now. <laughs> You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I, I messed up too, but I just, I, I'm not messed up as much because yeah. I took myself out. Yeah. And Marvin yeah. hated that. And I'm like, Marvin, like, it's not, you can't just grind us out, man. And he changed. I, I remember one year in 2010 when T.O. was up there, I retired. And I said, yo, I went to, went to, went to the practices. I was doing training camp with, with the coaches practices. And um, they did goal line drill, goal line segment. Now, for years, he and I go into goal line. Back in the two, early 2000s, it's death out there on the football. Training yeah. camp, you know, this training camp goal line period to be yeah. death. Yep. So I'm getting all hyped. It's not, now I'm a, now I'm a uh, consultant coach. I'm, I'm all hyped up. And it did. I, I looked back at some water. I came back. He said, all right. Practice over with. I said, whoa. Do what? <coughs> I said, wit. I, I said, Andrew, I said, Whitworth. That's it? That's goal line practice? He said, y'all, shit crazy, ain't it? <laughs> he started laughing. <laughs> I said, dog. It would be more people, you know. Sadly, it would be more, it would more it would be more people alive today yeah. and living living better as ex players, if it's not for when goal line practices yeah. back in the 2000s, the 90s, and the 80s. The goal line used to be brutal. It brutal. It was full speed line. Yeah, Tackle to the ground. Yeah. These guys playing touch football on goal line. So, yo, it's cr- that's why. But watch football right now, and I'm not being an old guy, but you watch goal line right now. Do anybody ever score running the ball on the goal line anymore? They run it. Yeah. They they can't move anybody because it's yeah. not they don't they're not practicing it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's it's all play action for, to the flat. For, yeah. It's all formation trickery mm-hmm. to fool guys. And right. where Pittsburgh had a rule, like we know we played, played, played the Steelers back in the days. We had we knew you can throw a touchdown on the goal line against Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they was like they give you that shit. Mm-hmm. You were not. You were, and I didn't understand why until we, we got better. I didn't understand the pride they took into it until the Bengals got better. And then I went to Baltimore and played with them. That running the ball on somebody on the goal line, it's just a will taker. It is. It like, is. it's so I just see all defensive guys on the goal line when a team punches in on them, and you see the will off their face just mm-hmm. like. And I never thought about it from a defense perspective. Like, you, you, you're taking the will off, off, a, off a team. And a, and a really good defense, take, they, they take pride in it. That yeah. one yard right there, you just, yeah. it just. But the practice that shit back in the days were headaches, concussions, neck injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, this dude, this, this dude knocking dudes <laughs> out. <laughs> People getting knocked yeah. out in practice. Mm-hmm. It was brutal, man. For like eight, eight plays. Oh, live yeah. goal line. Live goal line, yep. That's when you you pick a beef. Somebody push you early, you be like, yeah. all right, then. <laughs> yeah. We got goal line. Mm-hmm. As soon as you know how it is, you get revved up. <laughs> Hey, dog, let me tell you this. This is what I thought about. I thought about, you know, my our co-host, my co-host, my dog is known as the plus-size model on okay, this show. Okay, okay, okay. And offset. Okay. So I got to say this, though. Like, if he is, he had to get this first plus-size model status from you because <laughs> this goes back, dog, to earlier years. A lot of dudes don't know. Man, you came on the plane wearing a big red suit. Shug night. And but this is what I noticed though. Before you had that red yeah. suit on, I used to be like, 
man, Willie play hell of a game. But when I look at his fingernails, they be so shiny. <laughs> so for me, I'm just, I'm clueless, right? They shiny right now? They shiny. <laughs> they shiny. You better cure it up, man. Hey, I was like, what is this dude doing? Yeah. So, bro, so like, I, I I give you the status and I give you the props. <laughs> you were the first plus size model. Like, where did this uh, innovation come from, dog? And, and Especially taught, with that red suit. And I taught Spikes how to go get a manicure and panicure, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, the red suit, man, you know, y'all know. I saw the Source magazine. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like we all saw. I saw Suge in front of the Source, in front of all the roles. I said, yeah. yo, I, t- I told my guys, to look, make this suit right here. <laughs> <laughs> and back then, dude, I'm going to tell you, the, the quality of the suit was just terrible. Like, And it didn't go off in my head the way I thought it would go off. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I was going to get on the plane. I thought I was gonna get on the plane and just like, yo, I'm stunned. I'm killing everybody. I had my rollie on. I said, yo, I'm walking the plane. They gonna know for sure. I'm <laughs> killing them. <laughs> I got on the plane, but it was one of them days Chappelle laughs up. Ah! <laughs> he went through that gauntlet. I went through a gauntlet from 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 first row seat all the way to the back of the plane where I sat at. It was just like throwing cabbage at me. Bro, it was bad, bro. Did nobody yell out, "Hey, Kool Aid"? <laughs> bro, it was bad, bro. Too, it was oh, bad, and, and I may have some red gators on. Knowing me, I, I probably, oh, have, red red I probably have some red gators on no too. And the Yo, matching belt. I got to the hotel. I took the damn thing off and put my sweats on. <laughs> I got home to the game. I threw that shit in trash. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a thousand dollar suit, bro. Oh, I literally oh, balled it up. So, Yo. This didn't go how I planned. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, they destroyed me. Cause it was back during the days when you had you know, a lineman, especially a lot of your white linemen. They didn't wear suits on the plane. They wore yeah, jeans and a jeans. coat. But here I am. I don't know. I'm a first round pick. You know, this he got this. This is my third year now. So I'm like, yo, I'm got my suit on. I'm gonna stun this. I'm gonna show him. Like we 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 we, 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 we lineman. We 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 smooth. Too. We make big look good. You're damn right. Like you know what I mean? This 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 is post Biggie and post Shaq. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yo, the red suit didn't didn't do good. Red red's not my color though. I, I figured out that day right there. It's, my color. Yo, it's just not your color, huh? They kill me, dog. Like like I'm one of them guys on the team that. I'm a joke on everybody too. So right. I'm, a, I'm a laugh on it. Like you can laugh at me. You can, you can laugh at how fast I talk. I may stutter, whatever. But when it's my time to joke and Joan, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be on you. So the day to get on me, <laughs> oh, there was, they, they, there was it was red suit day. They got me. God, they got me. <laughs> they got me. Oh, <laughs> hey, you know when you hear them getting your dog, you just you just laugh just like laugh. this. Uh, you uh, just go to sleep, take the shot. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Like yo. This never happened to Suge. <laughs> right, right. Suge, Suge wouldn't go for this. Like, they wouldn't laugh at Suge. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So, yo, but, you know, do you tell, you now, let me let me go back a little bit. You <clears throat> you have the, the, the Willie Anderson Lyman Academy, mm-hmm. right? So you train athletes from high school level to some pros as well. Mm-hmm. Name some of the athletes that have came through your academy, mm-hmm. and please tell me, you tell them don't get the big red suit. Oh, these, <laughs> these dudes different, not man. They, you know, these, these dudes they are smooth wearing skinny jeans and just the, the the fashion is way different now. Fashion is way different. And I, I don't mind them because we we wear it sometimes too now. But um, I started my academy man. You know, back in um 2016, my, my son started his freshman year at Georgia Tech then, and um my son was a receiver and a quarterback, and I spent from his seventh grade year, trying to find trainers and, and, and good coaches to, to get to put around him to help him develop as a receiver because I had no clue how to teach a receiver or throw a mm-hmm. football, all that stuff. I, I learned all that stuff through him. But people, 
I had parents asking me to help them out with their with their kids with lying on them. Man, I can't because my son is so far behind. We didn't grow up playing sports, so I'm like, once my son get done, I'm I'm, I'm gonna start doing something. So mm. once he got in college, and you know, my my goal was to get a scholarship for him and me not pay for it. We did that through training, development. And I said, yo, linemen need something like this. They need somebody, you know, my son needed real, you know, um, caring people to be around him because he, he didn't, sports wasn't natural to him. Mm. He was fast and could run, but it wasn't natural. It wasn't natural to him. So he needed that kind of trainer and developing guy who, who didn't mind spending an hour and a half with him, but I only paid for an hour. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. When, I started my, when I started my company up, I said, man, I'm going to start, you know, with high school kids, but I knew I had the chance to work with pros in the beginning, and I knew I would be way more popular, probably wait, wait, may, wait, make way more money dealing with pros, and NFL media want to know about pro guys. Like, I know we had Trent Brown in the gym a couple weeks ago, and NFL media immediately came from Boston to do an interview with me, and that's cool, but my, my, my goal was to find the high school kids like a Paris Johnson who was in the ninth grade in Cincinnati, Ohio, and couldn't couldn't walk left foot or right foot, mm-hmm. and became the number one lineman in the yeah, country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now he's at Ohio State right now. I'm um, starting right now. Right. Um, kid Paul Tachio here out of Milton, Georgia, who people told me he, he was a big soft kid in the ninth, tenth grade, and became he became an All American, and he's at Clemson now, getting to start this year. And um, you know, even our young kids, man, who might have a five foot ten center or left guard that, you know, just trying to make his high school team and, and make the, make the varsity team. And through learning and development of skills we put in with the kids, he gets that position. Like that, mm-hmm. that happens all the time with us right now. And to me, me being who I am, um, I thought it'd be more beneficial to me helping kids do that than me running to pros and being on the gram saying I trained Lane Johnson, whoever. You know what I mean, and, and, yeah. no, and shout to those guys because I know some re- some really good trainers who train pros. But my my goal was to start at the high school level. Like you know, I wanted to have the same effect that uh, Robert Brazil, NFL Hall of Famer Robert Brazil. Had with me in high school. He, he was one of my high school coaches. Told you guys earlier, you know, he, I, I dated his niece. You know what I mean? And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Just and, throw that in there. You know what I mean? I, 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 I throw it in. I throw it in. I throw it in for a reason too. It's, it's for a reason too. But uh, Coach Brazil, man, Dr. Doom. He, he, he you know, co- coaches. I was out. He was. He was our YouTube. You know what I mean? We yeah. had no YouTube back then. And, and Coach Brazil, the stories that and the, the advice he gave me as a ninth, tenth grader through high school. It made me dream of being an NFL player, being first being mm. a college football player, and then NFL player later. But but because of the stories he told, so all my kids at my academy will tell you, along with my guy Coach Murphy, you know, we train, but I, I do more talking and telling stories. I, I think good stories help out kids. Yeah, it, it, it give them perspective of you know because everybody think Coach Will was good all the time, but you no know, Coach Will wasn't good all the time. Coach Will was, mm. I, I was a big soft kid one time too. Get my ass whooped too, but I was always big at six five and two seventy five as a fourteen year old in high school as a freshman. But yeah. also get my get my ass whooped on ESPN. Um, um, it's a nightmare game. Um, <laughs> my high school game. We played a high school game, bro. It was not your senior year though, was it? It was my freshman year in high school. So yeah. my, my high school in in eighty eight, my eighth grade year, they won ESPN's first national championship. Mm. So they were a powerhouse, bro. So eighty nine, my freshman year, I get there. But I'm coming to play defense to be Bruce Smith and Reggie White. Mm. They throw my ass on offense midway through the season. And um No kick step. You know, nothing, bro. <laughs> and um 
you know, so ESPN game, Robert Brazil. Baked chicken, dumb. Robert, Robert Brazil being the NFL great, he knows the ESPN staff, the ESPN yeah. writers. He tell them about me. I come in do a pre-production meeting with them. They put me on TV before the game. Where I gave up four sacks on national to a guy by the name of Carl Montgomery. I'm going to put Carl Montgomery's name in my book. <laughs> Carl Montgomery is 5'10", 225 pounds. He beat me so bad, bro, under the guard truth. In the middle of the night, I woke up in my floor, my pass rush stand, pass pro stand. I woke up like, oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> so y'all, y'all, Stop, dog. <laughs> y'all laugh now, but at 14, I... I could have been like brain, like I could have been like gone. Yeah, you could have gave I mean, up on the I game. I could have gave up, bro. Like yeah. I could have gave up. I was in my stands, bro, trying to block him. ESPN game, um, and it's funny. My high school has a vault, uh, Viger High School. They have a, a Facebook vault. Mm. They put up about three years ago, and they put all the games up. I hadn't started that game since my freshman year. They still. I, I sat in my driveway, and I, I was watching them like, like this right here. <laughs> I, know, right? I couldn't watch it. So I turned it off and I, I just finished watching it a month ago. Man. I couldn't watch it because I couldn't see myself. Like, to me as a lineman, I don't know if y'all as players, if I see something bad, it sticks in my head. Yeah. So yeah. even to the point like, when I played, I wouldn't watch injuries. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even watch a sack on TV. If a guy can get in a second, I'd turn the TV off. Yeah. I don't want to see that shit because it'd be in my head that I'm going to do that. That's how strong my, my, yeah, my mind. That's the power of the mindset, mind. so right? I only wanted to see powerful stuff and, and, and positive stuff. But even watching myself, me watching myself now, knowing who I am now and watching myself as a ninth grader, it was so hard to watch because all the emotion I had was coming back in the car. I was like, yo, turn this shit off. I was getting depressed. Because yeah. <laughs> I could have been terrible. Because think about it. The national rank game, highlight game, I'm getting destroyed. Yeah. And... We, play, we played them again in the playoffs. I hear Carl Montgomery every day. I'm talking about tackle hold. I'm talking about <laughs> every penalty was on me. I was like, my, I was I was in the huddle like, be saying the sack. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 14, bro. Oh, I should have been on the freshman football team, dog. Why you stupid, <laughs> man? I'm like, be saying the sack. Be saying the sack. You over there killing your team. Oh, I'm, I, I, and I you just. <laughs> Like, and you get a sack. Flag 71. Hold it. I'm like, yo, it's not a sack, though. <laughs> and I, I said that day, I've never been beat for four sacks ever again in my life. So Carl Montgomery, I don't know what happened to him, but he, yeah, he, yeah. he's a big part of my life. I remember that, bro. He Motivation. kicked my ass, no doubt. Hey, shout out to Carl, dog. <laughs> hey, man, before we let you go, bro, uh, I think at the end of the day, man, like you pass out so much wisdom. Uh, humor as well. But the wisdom that you pass out, I think it's in need, especially for a lot of the young guys. So if you would like to leave, or if any of the young guys, which they definitely need some words of encouragement, advice, wisdom, what would you reach back to give them? What what would that olive branch sound like? I would definitely uh, believe in having some sort of spirituality, man. You know, whatever you believe in. I believe in God. You know, I'm, I grew up as a Christian, but I, I I don't download no any other religion, you know, people may be who Muslim or whatever it may be. But I do think kids need to have some sort of belief system. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Then from that, you know, put it put putting together a good strong team of people around you to believe in. Like and knowing who are your people, like early on, like th- there's a certain amount of people you can put around you that you know that they have your best interest. And we all know as athletes, finding that crew of people is, is a big tough thing. Yeah. 
Um, so, because sometimes it's not family. Sometimes it could be a best friend, uh, uh, not that's not blood, that that has your best interest, and you know people who really love you. Um, surrounding yourself with people who will give you good advice, and being able to listen and take in and swallow and regurgitate good advice. Because sometimes people that get good advice get great advice, and they pass over their head. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And a, and to me, a big skill for kids today because they get so much information is to be able to have the people to put into context for them mm-hmm. to take that in and 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 take in good information and you know, because it's, it's it's so much stuff they're getting out here they get so much stuff they learn way faster than we learn mm-hmm. and to know but to know what good info is and who the people around you so that the people around you don't trick you out of your future you know what I mean a lot of times kids your, your circle can hurt you yeah you know what I mean gotta know your personnel you gotta know your personnel and, and know who's trying to trick you out of your future. They know your future was going to be. Right. They know you got a chance of, yo, he's going to be something special. But how can I trick him to do this right here? And just one little trick, you fall for one little pump fake, mm. and, and it's it's done. Right. Everything's done, so. Listen, bro, so we got this thing, bro, like since we didn't exchange jerseys while we played the game, we took it for granted because we played with each other at the beginning of the years. Now we have to exchange merch. So I got you the BTM sweatshirt, my and, dog. And, and because okay. he was so damn happy in beating the Bengals. I was. <laughs> this I, is I, almost I, like that I, cookout I, I had for y'all. <laughs> I told the second game, I didn't go out the yeah. month, I, I couldn't do it, man. So definitely, man, you know. Yeah, you man. That, man. The Willie Anderson Lyman Academy. Hey, he got the dry fit on that joint, bro. Yeah, this that dry fit joint. And it got the little... Black spark on that sweater one. and a t-shirt. Man. Yeah, okay. man. No doubt. Everything, Jay. Man, no we listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube